Hi, I'm Dana DiLorenzo. I play Kelly Maxwell on Ash vs. Evil Dead, and you are listening to Evil Dead Cast. Some strong, powerful vaginas on this show. All right, get the gum out of your ears and listen up, you inbred degenerate screwheads. Hey, everybody, welcome to our podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And this is the Evil Deadcast episode 22, I think. We just got done with the interview that you're about to hear with Dana DiLorenzo. How was it, Chris? It was so fantastic. I can't <laughs> wait for everyone to hear this. And yeah. the thing about her was she was just so enthusiastic about everything she said. And, it, and you could hear the excitement in her voice, and it just made me more excited yeah. to for the show and so it just sounds like they have such a great time making this maybe you want to be on the show oh oh totally (laughs) i would love to good like just to even to show up for two seconds and get shot in the face or something (laughs) it would be awesome or say fuck or something Um, or yeah deliver a good line it it was skype and she was on the phone so you're going to hear that the audio quality is a little wonky but um just hang in and you'll it, it my experience was i just totally forgot about that after just a couple of minutes so yeah. All right. Here you go. Enjoy. Dana. Hey, Jason. How's it going? Hey, good. I'm here with my uh, podcast co-host, Chris. Hey. Hey, Chris. We do Evil Dead cast, and we love Evil Dead, and we love uh, you. So thanks for coming. Well, on. thank you. I love you guys, and you. I mean, thank you for uh, for having this podcast because it's. I know it's the number one um, podcast, which is not easy to do in that sea of podcasts. So I know. I'm happy to be a part of this. Thanks for having. Awesome. Yeah, we're, it's, it's kind of long in coming. We had uh, we had Ray on, and we had Lucy on. So we're glad to talk to you. So how are you doing? It's election day. How are you feeling about that? You know what? I just want to be back on side being covered in blood, to be honest. I might move to New Zealand. I might just move to New Zealand. Um, which is fine. I've said that even before the, like, before the election. Because I just want to be, be an expat and be a Kiwi because everything over there is so incredible. It's the happiest place on earth. But yeah, so I'm just, I don't know, I, I got my go bag ready. I got my go bag like you do on, on is that show Criminal Minds or whatever. I'm ready to go. You got all your connections over there. You. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I, I have um, actually uh, ab-sealed or repelled into, um, so I have had a 300-foot drop into a cave. So I plan on um, calling that guy up again uh, and seeing if he wouldn't mind if I just, worst case, bring a few friends down there. Who um who don't mind going down into a cave and just waiting it all out? Hanging out. Is that something that you did before, or are you just getting adventurous now that you're over there? That's uh, definitely just getting really adventurous once I'm over there, which um was hilarious because I was so excited and proud. I was there with a friend who really wanted to do it. I would have never thought to do that. I'm the one that's like, I want to go to the glowworm cave. <laughs> um, which, by the way, put on your bucket list. It was actually amazing. Um, but um, yeah, but uh, no, I think by I think doing the show and 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 getting to do stunts for the first time in my life. Um, and being attached to harnesses and, and going through all the fight coordination and all that, it has made me a bit more adventurous. 
Um, Because I injure myself on a daily basis anyway, (laughs) just like tripping down my own steps that I've walked up and down 50 times uh, in in one day and and still trip. (laughs) And so, yeah, I think think that that's a huge benefit of the show is is it has made me more adventurous, especially being, you know, uh, strapped in by harnesses. And, you know, I got a few um, bangs and bruises and broken bones. And and so now I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. I want to live a little bit. I haven't, I have not led a very adventurous life, so I'm trying to start doing a little bit here and there. How much rehearsing do you do for all the, all the stunts and stuff like that? Do they swing you around a bunch of times before, before they do it for, for real? I mean, it just depends. Um, it depends on what, what the stunt is. And, and might I just take a moment to um, give props and a shout out to my incredible stunt double, Crystal Pratt, who every time you see Kelly getting the shit kicked out of her, like hitting the wall for real, that's the stuff I'm not allowed to do for insurance reasons. And my girl, my girl Crystal, just takes the hardest knock. I mean, especially season one. She was the one getting her back jacked up into the rafters by the cabin. She literally got regurgitated out of the tank, out of the front of the cabin, mm-hmm. and skidded across the lawn like... They, they will let me do the ones that are within the insurance reasons. And so um, it does depend, you know, but either way, we always have to do the beginning and the, and the end of it. I did get to do a lot of my own stunts, like in the, the pilot episode, um, I got to do the, the, the clothespin with the Mrs. Deadeye, uh, Mrs. Deadeye, Mrs. Johnson, Deadeye Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> and, I, and I fall down and, and really did do the banana peel. So that was fun. Uh, or the clothesline, I guess, is what it is. And doing a lot of the fun stuff, like uh, the fight stuff, which is fun, I guess, to do. But um, it depends, really. Sometimes, you know, listen, we as fast as, as the show is, as fast as it goes by in that 20 minutes, I mean, we are jam-packing a lot into that. So sometimes, you know, we're shooting on two or three different units, different sets, different parts of the script throughout the season. So sometimes we don't have all the time in the world to, like, learn it ahead of time and you just learn it on the day Mm -hmm. um there were a couple things this season that i I can't give away yet but they are in the next few episodes that they were some pretty uh pretty interesting things and they're like oh yeah you're gonna do this now eh?" and i was like okay (laughs) sure let's do it but you know the safety first and like whenever it comes to the gun training and anything like that obviously like we we do go through the training because you know that's very very serious stuff but they take good care of us. We have such an incredible front team. You mentioned how there's so much going on in each episode. And, you know, I've podcasted on other shows. But with this show, I've taken like twice as many notes because it's so it's so jam-packed, like you said. Um, do you feel that compared to the other stuff that you've worked on? First of all, I love that you take notes. Do you have a little <laughs> Evil Dead notebook? And did you draw the little ash on the front, like in the Necronomicon? Yeah, and it's I all in... I want to see um, this notebook. It's in Sumerian, mostly, yeah. Okay, perfect. And cool. then you have little <laughs> I Heart Kellys all mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, in blood. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Wouldn't want it any other way. Um, uh, do, do, I, do I feel that it's... You know, I'll be real honest. I mean, every... Everything else I've worked on, yeah, I did feel it fast because I was basically on screen for five seconds. Um, <laughs> for, and all the other things. Right, right. Um, you know, uh, this is truly, you know, I, I, while I have been, been working hard at this since I was a kid and, and more specifically professionally for 10 years, a lot of the stuff that I did spend more time on, like pilots or, or things with television shows, they never saw the light of day or I just wasn't, you know, involved. I would say 
there was one that I did with, actually, uh, he's on The Walking Dead, my dear friend Ross Marquand, plays Aaron, oh, yeah. The Walking Dead. We did a show together called Impress Me. But again, that was, there wasn't as much packed into that as there is with, with this. I mean, we're, with Astros Evil Dead, you know, I don't need to tell you, it's in your notes, I'm sure. <laughs> but, you know, we're doing all the genres. Yeah. We're, we're doing horror. We're doing comedy. Yeah. We're doing, uh, you know, action. And we're also doing a little bit of drama. And, you know, because this franchise is built upon practical effects, that takes time, you know? So, so you, it really is, it is quite a lot. Um, and, and I, I don't know. I have to say, I, I, I can't really compare it to anything else, but, but it sure does feel fast and furious. I mean, we're not up there doing, you know, 20 takes, mm -hmm. you know, right. um, even with when the incredible Sam Raimi directed us and we had, a, we had extra days to shoot with him because he's a film director where things you can do 30 takes, for one scene. And this, you know, I think the most we ever got with him was like five or six. You know, we, we got to, we do these coverage shots and, you know, two, three takes provided you don't screw it up. But <laughs> so it does move very quickly. But I think that, you know, I, I really wouldn't want it any other way now that I've gone through it. Now that I see the final product, I think that adds to the urgency of it all. You know, we're not, we do have a lot of fun and we really get along and we love doing the show. But I mean, Bruce Kimmel said that we, we work really hard. Like we're not up there screwing around, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're doing the job. Yeah. And, um, and so I think it does set the stakes a little higher on the day. And I think it does add to that urgency that you see drive the energy that drives every episode. So I, I think it's great. Which one of those genres, you know, action, horror, comedy, do you like to do the best? Oh, you know, I'm so bad with best. I really am. It's like, you know, someone's like, what's your favorite song? I, I, <laughs> I, I'm so bad at that. Um, you know, I guess if I'm answering honestly, which I always do, but like my background and my, my strongest suit or where I feel most comfortable is comedy. But, you know, to say what is best, I, 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 I don't know because I'm, I'm so lucky as an actor that, that in this job and, and on the show, I get to flex so many muscles and I get to learn all these different genres that I, I mean, I've never done a horror before. I've been a fan, but I've never done, done anything like it. So, you know, it's challenging and it's hard and like, man, you, you know, you're making, if I, you know, you're, I'm learning as I go, very similar to my character, very similar to Kelly is learned on the fly in season one and was sort of thrown into this. So was I. And I really like that we have that parallel, but like, you know, I go back and, and, and I've seen clips of, from, from season one. I'm like, oh, God, that's oh, horrible. This is why people don't watch their stuff. No, you know, no. I'm learning. And, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, you, you, just, you, start to, you just start to pick up. You just start to learn more. And I'm, I'm sure. making mistakes and I'm failing, but I'm also, you know, learning from the greats like Lucy Wallace and Bruce Campbell and Ted Rainey. So I don't have a, a best. I have the ones that I need, I think, a lot more work in and the ones that are – I just really – as an actor, you, I don't know. I, I like playing with all of them. I don't even know if that's an answer, but that's, that's my answer. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we love the show is that you guys change it up so much so it never gets stale, you know? You never know what you're going to exactly. get. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of how it is being an actor on the show as well. I mean, it's a real thrill when, you know, obviously when there's the chaos and the fight scenes and the deadites and the blood and viscera. That's always, you can never, no matter how many times or how many different versions of that 
whether it's one Zandite or it's a demon Elagoc or it's a meat body or a cadaver, you never <laughs> will get used to that. It's, it's, it's always different in its own right. But then, you know, to juxtapose that with something like a really beautiful moment between Pablo and Kelly and Kelly giving Pablo this motivational speech and trying to hold down the fort and then trying to talk some sense and act. I mean, these little moments that then you get to experience as an actor, it, it, it's really nice because it's, you know, again, it's kind of, I would consider it, it's, it's like an exercise, an exercise regime. But like, you know, when you, when you were doing like CrossFit, when you never let your body adapt to anything, you're constantly, you know, growing and getting better and, and keeping it fresh. And that's what it's like being an actor on this, is it's always, it's always something new and you never know what to expect and it's keeping it fresh. Sweet. And Kelly is so funny and, and she's so, and she's become such a badass and she holds her own so well with, with the other, other characters. Was it ever uh, intimidating, you know, to be stepping into a role like that where you're holding, you're holding your own with a character like Ash played by Bruce Campbell? Well, you know, one of the things that, that I loved most about this role that was there from the beginning with the audition of Kelly was that she was this smart mouth, wisecracking, sarcastic, you know, ball-busting character because I, I obviously was a fan of the franchise and I knew what, what this Ash character was all about. And I think it was very smart of the creators to realize, like, in this day and age, you're going to have this character who we love for all the shortcomings if he's going to have this sort of antiquated, emotionally stunted view um, in a lot of ways, that you need a, a strong female to call him out, to call him out not in a way that's nagging, and, and to call him out in a way that's just the voice of reason and just can, can make fun of him, but mm -hmm. then still, he still is the punchline. You know, it's, it's not, it's just a fun volley. And I loved that from day one that was in the words on the audition page um, of, of Ash and Kelly sort of going toe to toe, but both having eventually, you know, a, a true respect and love for each other. So I really liked that. And I, I guess I was intimidated just coming into this because again, I mean, this is a franchise, a very, very beloved franchise by very passionate, loyal fans for 30 some years. And it's about one man. It's about a lone wolf or an alone wolf, as Ash said. <laughs> you know, and, and then that man is Bruce Campbell. And so, yeah, I was very intimidated, you know, asking, coming into this and, and, and hoping that the, the fans would just accept two new sidekicks. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was a little bit scary. Yeah. But it is a testament to Sam and Rob and Bruce um, and the writers and the, the showrunner, Craig DiGregorio. And also the fans, that I think when you have the original creators preserving the original vision with the original star, you can have the freedom to then move the story forward 30 years and pick up where you left off. And, you know, now, I mean, any chance I get to have a scene with Bruce, of course, you just, you, you get it, it's like getting ready for a big game. Like, you get excited. You know, I want to play like Eye of the Tiger before I go do a scene with him. <laughs> You know, um, it's so much fun volleying with him, both in the role and, and as an actor, and especially just learning and watching how he does it. I mean, that man nails it in one take, and will the director will give him uh, an extra one or a third one just to see what he's going to come up with. I mean, it's just he's just that good. So he, he, it's definitely um, one of those, like, pins and needles, like you get that adrenaline going because you just want to, like, not drop the ball. 
like I did when I was a point guard and would be running out to Eye of the Tiger, running around the court, and then immediately dribble the ball off of my foot no. in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, feel bad for me. Shit, I deserve the pity. So, like, you know, you just so it's, but it's that sort of adrenaline of, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I really love where they've taken Kelly and Ash's relationship this season and, and even see where it goes from here is, is pretty exciting. So, uh, so yeah. Um, and, and likewise, even when I get, like, especially getting to work with Lucy this year, uh, was such a thrill. That first scene we got to do together, sitting on the curb, just one-on-one was like, I mean, I got done. I said that was one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done. They're just, they're so, they're so brilliant and so good. And, and, um, I'm glad that they're, that they're leading this leading this journey yeah and they're giving and they're giving kelly stuff to do that isn't just being a sidekick right like you said you got to go off with uh ruby and and kick some ass with her too so i'm sure that was pretty fun to 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 film yeah yeah um that, that yeah that, i have to say um you know it's, it's been a very linear road for kelly in the sense of you know she from from the value stop to the end of season one. I mean, she went from just being a friend of Pablo's on her first day on the job, all of a sudden, there's this, like, this, she's fighting some evil deadite, and then, oh, wait, her mother's back from the dead. Oh, now her mother's putting a force to her father's eye. Oh, now her mother's trying to kill her. Then she gets possessed. Then she's, like, has that epic battle in the rain with the cabin. I mean, really, it took all of that journey to get her to start season two, where now she is, out for revenge and and that is it and she and she has these skills now you know that that she learned at that diner with the deli slicer when she got her first kill it was like oh this i get it now this is my purpose so um i do love that in season two i don't want to give anything away but it is interesting if you start paying attention to the clues along the way of you know what was whatever that evil kelly was in the first episode she's hinting at like why follow when you should leave? What does that mean? And, you know, and then, then Ruby says, maybe it was you I was meant to call. So you do start to see Kelly get a little bit frustrated with, you know, some ashes sometimes, quote unquote, stopping plans. And, and his, and, and she kind she, which always ends up working out for him, but she just is on a mission, you know, and sometimes Ash can get distracted as you know. So it's interesting to see where Kelly's journey is going to end up because I, I do very much like that she's now come into her own and 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 like in the episode we we just most recently saw um, the, uh, the sixth of of the season you know she's holding down the court she's like I said going figuring out trying to keep uh, Ash on track going up and giving a pep talk to Pablo I mean it, it she's trying to do it all and trying and she's staying relatively grounded for all of it so. I really like where they're where they're headed with her, and you have to yeah. have to see where it ends up. It's quite interesting. She's got some fun lines this season, like "I'm gonna fuck your face with bullets" and stuff like God. that. <laughs> uh, that was actually uh, one I, I suggested. Yes, I love that. <laughs> that's awesome. So, you, do you get to do that? Yeah. You get to play around with it and improvise a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. know, and well, and it wasn't it wasn't even a, a an improv. I have to say, like, this is what um, I think Sam set the bar with it from day one where he asked me and Ray to like sit and, and tweak a scene with him. Like Sam Ray is asking a new kid. <laughs> and like, I'm like, what kind of test is this? This can't be real. Um, and then came to me uh, for the second episode of season one and was like, you know, what, what do you think Kelly's mother would say to her in this moment to really, what do you think Kelly's, 
guilt is about her mother dying. Why does she have this guilt? What happened? You know, and so I was like writing lines of dialogue with Sam Raimi. Um, and, and Craig Gregorio, our showrunner, um, really carried that torch. And they have, first of all, I want to give all the credit to the writers because they are so brilliant at what they do. And all of the dialogue they write, all of the scenarios, I mean, they're the ones building the house. Everyone else is just decorating it, you understand? So, like, I always, in any show, have have a, a total respect for the writers. Um, but what's been great is, is, like, now that, you know, we're all sort of very much ingrained in our own characters, they, they do have a, an open communication, Craig did, for sure, um, in terms of, hey, if you ever have a line or you want to throw something out, go ahead and... So in that episode, it was that it was this this uh, scenario where you know Kelly is screaming a lot of the episode and, and screaming out the window, and I'm like, I just want to make it. I want to make the final one so absurdly ridiculous and over the top that <laughs> they're coming back and saying too much really lands. And I said, you know, are you okay? Can I can I maybe try this in one take and just say, you know, I was back off now or I'll fuck your face with school. So he's like, actually, just change the line to that. I like that better. <laughs> and that's what I think is so great, though, about these writers because they're the geniuses behind it all. But they're but they also are open to like hearing your thoughts on the character and taking things into consideration. That's not to say that you know we're writing all the lines. We do have a minute here or there, but like it, it, I think that's that's what really makes makes the show work is that you have the leaders and you have the people that are doing what they're hired to do, but then we all sort of do work as a team. And I think that's really important. There's, you know, not very many egos. And that's, that's another reason why this show works, I think. Um, but yeah, going back to the lines. Yes, I get, I love the lines that they write for Kelly. It like, I laugh every time I'm in a table read <laughs> and just trying to come up with more and more creative ways use the word fuck is, is a thrill yeah. for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm so jealous it sounds like fun uh we're, we're getting towards the end and i have a few questions that some of our listeners wrote in so i'm going to ask you some of those oh fantastic laura south just says tell her that we adore her so not really a question but more of go. a statement oh <laughs> i love you guys i'm so these are the best fans in the business i'm yeah. so grateful to all of them i every time i meet them at a convention or a comic-con i'm like um thank you for giving me this job <laughs> um, because they're the reason this show exists or like fans like you who have been so loyal to this fan base and have been pestering sam and bruce and rob for the yeah. last 25 years to make another follow-up so thank you guys for this job and for making the show uh exist in the first place because it is a love letter to you a very bloody one yeah man i mean it's such a great love letter you know we, we didn't know how it was going to turn out but Every week, we just have big smiles on our face when we're talking about this stuff. Oh, that makes me so happy. Okay, John Bucket says, what's your favorite way you've killed a deadite? I mean, Kelly hasn't had too many kills, but I got to go with with the original. That deli slicer <laughs> followed oh, by yeah. the meat tenderizer. Mm -hmm. um, as an Italian, getting to use a kitchen utensil to just pulverize a deadite face... That was that was very personally rewarding for me, but I have to say it was so much fun. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Although um, there might be a, a close second to come in season two, but you'll have to see. Can't wait! I'm excited. Uh, let's see. Tiffany Ann Thompson wants to know what do you hope for Kelly to achieve throughout this series? Kind of a big one. Oh, Tiffany with the big life question. <laughs> what do I hope Kelly to achieve? 
I hope Kelly does not get blinded by her rage and her revenge. Because um, as we know in life, when you set out for revenge, it doesn't always work out so well. Mm. Um, yeah. I hope that she continues to come into her own. Um, I do hope that she continues to put her walls down a bit and open her heart either to, to Pablo or to whoever she's meant to be with. And I, I guess I hope she keeps swearing in creative ways and I hope she finds her ultimate weapon, whatever that is. I know she's good with her guns and I know she's good with the axe and all that. I want her to find her signature Kelly weapon and I want it to be so unconventional that even Evil Dead is like, that's way too unconventional for herself. <laughs> Amazing. Do, do you have an idea? Do I have an idea? Oh. I mean, <laughs> I've been telling, I've been, yes, I've been, I've been throwing a ton of about the wires and all. Like, what if we do this? What if we do that? Uh-huh. But in case they show up next season, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I look around my house or when I'm, when I'm bored or from what's sitting in traffic and I'm like, could a car antenna be used? Does the Delta even have an antenna? Does it even? I don't know. What if, I'm like, yeah. So it's it's fine. But I'm open to suggestions. So any fans out there who want to tweet me or Facebook me or whatever, it's I'm Dana Lorenzo. Please send your thoughts, and I will pass them on in the comment box. <laughs> they might have end up on the show at some point. All right. Hey, how about it? One more. Matthew Rep. Does she really think of Pablo as a little brother? She kind of cock blocked him last season. Okay, first of all, <laughs> it was not, I get so annoyed when people say cock block. No, first of all, let's be real, though. She, lo- she obviously loves and cares for Pablo. And I think what it showed was that when he got a little handsy and expressed his interest in the beautiful blonde Heather the Hiker, mm-hmm. Kelly got a little jelly. So what does that tell us, kids? That tells us that, yes, she does have feelings for Pablo, but she thinks with her head. She is the brains of the trio. She realizes the minute her and Pablo get together, and she even said this when they were walking through the woods, the minute they get together, one of them's going to end up without a head. <laughs> and she does have a lot of walls up. So I think what we'll have to see is this season before it turns. If she takes the plunge and says, screw it, and if if they can beat the odds, or if the house of evil always wins. Let's just see who's right. They're going to do it. <laughs> They're going to do it? Is yeah. that what you <laughs> Do what? Okay, if, if, um, if Kelly is the head then i think pablo is probably the heart what does that make ash the blonde the blonde <laughs> and the one line dropping yeah. hilarious ash who is who is he's the king he's the king we all hail to the king and now we just got a little bit more more uh, thinking and a little bit more heartened around him um uh, like so yeah that's you know that that's what that's what we provide but he, he's, he's the happy. He's the boss man. Um, that's we exactly just got to try and, you know, keep him from choking on his last beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what Ash needs around him. A little bit more brains and a little bit more heart, maybe. Yeah. And that's that's why it works that's so it. well. And, I, and especially this season when the, 
I love that we're seeing this vulnerable side of Ash. I, we've never seen that with him really since probably the first Evil Dead, where before he was this badass, you see him, you know, he wasn't that cool in the first movie. That was Scotty. And, you know, you see him kind of taking it all in and, oh, my God, his sister and then his girlfriend and all that. And I love that we're tapping back into that this season with with his father and his his best friend and, and his first, and like, well, first love. I don't know. Apparently, he only dates the girl's name Linda because that's the only name he can remember. <laughs> um, but, you know, I really love that we're seeing this somewhat emotionally vulnerable side of him and watching him push through that. I think that makes him more of a hero. And I have to say, this is my favorite Ash of all. And I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to the fans seeing how this all plays out. It has been one hell of a season, and there's so much more left that you will never see coming. There's so much more uh, jaw-dropping moments that you were like, can't believe just happened. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm just really excited for you guys to see it. We're very, very Great. proud of it. And Great. we can't can't do wait. it all for you. Great. Well, thanks so much, man. It was really fun talking to you. And uh, hopefully you'll come back on again maybe next season or something. It'd be great. Oh, anytime. Likewise, thank you guys for uh, for having me. And uh, um, yeah, I'm very curious to talk to you again and hear uh, your thoughts on how the season plays out. Looking forward to it. All right. That was fantastic. All right. Take more notes for me, my little pal from the giant. Take more notes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Bye.